What is going on, my beautiful people? Welcome to the Mindful Wizard Podcast. We got a doozy today. I'm here with my brother Christian Ortega, a wise man. He has a lot to share, so I hope y'all ready. For those of you that are into business and marketing, this is your guy. So listen to this amazing introduction. First and foremost, he started in advertising sales at Discovery Inc., worked at Fox 20th Television, worked for Walt Disney, secured million-dollar budgets from Fortune 500 advertisers, and is currently a consultant at SpeakEasy. If that's not impressive enough, he also mentors. So for our first question, Christian, how do you find the time to do it all? (laughs) Uh, You know what? When you love something, you'll find time to do it. And I have an unquestionable commitment to... The collegiate community, I remember myself trying to get into the corporate world, quote unquote, or just into the professional world, period, and kind of transition from looking as a college kid to a professional adult. And I've always taken personal development as an extremely high value. So I always strive to be the best I could be, follow those leaders in front of me, and I give back just to pay homage to those who helped me so much. So um, when you love it, you'll find time to do it. And if and if you happen to be in a relationship such as yourself or anyone out there, make sure you communicate your time so that it's, it's shared equally and talk to your partner that you will be shared a little bit, but make sure to, the, to keep that love and bond there. 100%. So thank you for that. So Chris is already speaking on something important. Mr. Ortega is referencing authenticity and communication with your partners. If you know that you're building a brand, a business, if you're going to be working long hours, you have to communicate that with your partners. So this episode is very special and it's going to be called Bouncing Back Mindfully. So that segues perfectly into our first question. So Mr. Ortega, question number one, what did you bounce back from? Uh, Too many things. (laughs) You know what? I think it's uh, just like everyone else. We've all been sidelined by the current pandemic and what COVID has, how COVID has changed our lives and society drastically. However, my story starts prior to COVID and the pandemic happening. I was laid off in November 2019, and it was the first time that has happened in my career. While I was expecting it, you know, it still hurt. Didn't like it, but I took some time to myself because I was so emotionally and mentally drained that I needed to just take a pause, ironically. I did some traveling, got back on the interview horse, secured two job offers, both were which were rescinded in March of 2020. Ironically, around when the pandemic hit. So I was told of my last rescinded offer on April 1st, which is a terrible April Fool's joke. And I goes back to square one. And this is where overcoming really started to come in play because now you're like, what the hell do I do? My severance practice is coming out, it's, it's coming to an end. Where am I getting my next paycheck? a lot of self-doubt. Am I good enough? You start feeling imposter syndrome. It's like, am I qualified enough? 
It's like you go on all these interviews, you have the credentials, you have the track record of success, and they're still saying, no, you're not for us, you're not good enough. And then now you start playing all these tricks in your mind. And it's tough. It's really tough. In addition to that, I was going through some family issues that I won't say here, but luckily everyone is safe. And, and, and I, and I want to say this to your audience and to the listeners out there. I hope that everyone you know, is safe and sound. And, and if you have lost someone, my deepest condolences. I'm blessed to have realized that I, I didn't even lose anyone, but emotionally and mentally, I was all over the place. And it wasn't until recently when I secured my new job at Speakeasy where I started to feel a little more at peace. All right. So so thank you for that answer. I, I, I would like to also just jump in. I understand that it's a trying time. And this is why I want to have speakers that have been through different experiences. And we can channel those experiences to help the listeners. All right. So everyone that comes on to this show, this podcast, this platform has a special message to share. So thank you, Chris, for your truth. My next question to you. <clears throat> how did you overcome the things that you went through? It's an excellent question. So, in addition to my recent setback, I also I also have to always remember my toughest bounce back. And uh, in, in the story that I believe you can somewhat resonate with, given what you what we've spoken about privately, and again in March, in March of 2008, I was in a near-death car accident. Cracked skull, three disc bulges in my lower back, two badly sprained ankles, neck distorted. Couldn't smell, couldn't taste, couldn't read. And again, I was faced with self-doubt and unknown. The toughest thing to do is get up every single day and find the silver lining. But once your feet touch that floor, you got to be thankful you're here on this earth. My life was almost taken away from me, and I would never forget that. And if you ever read The Secret, that's one of the things that have changed my life when I read The Secret. As soon as you touch, as soon as your feet touches that floor, when you get out of the bed, say thank you, because you're here. You already hit the lottery. You're being born a human. Embrace life that you're even here. And you often hear a lot of influencers and motivational speakers talking about trust the process. Yeah, you should. What the hell does that even mean? You, you have to be intentional about your actions. You have to maintain a state of readiness. Surround yourself around good people. And, and take it one day at a time. I recommend you celebrate the small little victories every day. So that you can rejoice the big ones once they happen. So that's how I've been approaching it ever since that fateful or unfaithful day, or however you want to call it, back in March of 
08 and throughout this whole ordeal in the pandemic and unemployment, and a lot of Americans are feeling it. I find my silver lining every single day. I stayed ready for when the opportunity arose, and it did, and I executed. And all that web and flow, it was a part of trusting that process. So stay consistent. Don't deviate from your brand or deviate, deviate, I can't even say it pronounced, I can't even pronounce it correctly, but don't stray away from, from who you really are and just continue chasing your greatness. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. The The truth of that answer can be felt. I want to jump in because Chris's words have moved me. Resiliency is huge, especially when going through crisis. I myself have dealt with numerous surgeries. Chris has now told us of two major events in his life, both coincidentally happening in March, which is interesting. So you and I have to look into why these things happen in March. But that's neither here nor there because there's lessons in there. And I also... You ever read Shakespeare? Uh, no, actually. Tell me Julius something. Caesar? Put me on. Teach me. Julius Caesar? Uh, if you ever... I, I'm pretty sure there's... there's I didn't, and I didn't mean to interrupt because you were flying, but The Ides of March. Mm-hmm. That was a, a, a famous, uh, uh, I guess, uh, line in, in Julius Caesar. It was when everyone betrayed him and they stabbed him in the back. And then his best friend, his boy, his right hand man, Brutus, was there stabbing him too because it was all part of the conspiracy. So, you know, when like when your man's or your your your, your best home girl feel like you stabbing him in the back, you know, saying you E two Brutus, it's like yo you too. So the eyes of March, because if you really think about it, March fifteenth is when my crash accident happened. March fifteenth is when the pandemic really hit New York City and things started becoming shut down. So beware of the eyes of March. So guys, see, I love it. When when information flows, it flows. And it's interesting because to my to my people that like numerology in the background, you guys are gonna go crazy looking up 315. Just look it up, get back to me, email Mr. Christian and I, and we'll take care of it from there. So listen, Chris, I appreciate that. It really was powerful. I definitely feel what you're saying about consistency, resiliency, and overcoming self-doubt. That's that's huge. And I think a lot of us feel that in different ways. And because we feel doubtful, the way we follow up with experiences are sometimes not as optimal as they should be. If I don't trust in my ability to do this podcast or in my ability to listen, I wouldn't do it. So, Chris, thank you for that. So I have another question since you got me on fire and you're doing, you know, I love what you're saying here. What has been your biggest takeaway when you need a bounce back? attachment whoa dropping heavy tell me some more if anyone has read the seven spiritual laws of success by Deepak Chopra would know what I'm talking about I believe it's the sixth law in the book if I'm not mistaken but you know I, I can't really remember 12 years ago how it was but it's probably similar to what I mean by law of detachment in the current day and age. What the pandemic has done is slow down the world, quote unquote. And a lot of people are, are, are pissed off. They can't go out to party, they can't go to their favorite bar to drink, out to eat at their restaurant. You know, they feel 
they're feeling all pressed, but at the same time, trying to be mindful of society and their neighbor. What it, what it really has taught me is, is that I didn't need all those drinks. I don't need all those nights out. No, I, I can do without going to a, a nice restaurant and cooking home meals, spending time with my family, loving my woman better. The things that really matter, things that when you wake up and smell the coffee, TJ Ackerman, but I love it. Um, you come to realize that there's a lot of things that you don't need. That's why retail come up, suffers so much. I mean, you couldn't really buy anything, but now you don't have a place to show off your outfits. Now, you know, you don't have those, that jewelry to rock with when you're going to be at home wearing all your jewels. What's that Drake line? Uh, he says something about wearing jewelry at home. I remember one of his old raps. <laughs> um, but detach yourself from from all these materialistic things um, that you know only add to your life. They don't really you know bring enough significance to it. You know, and you realize once the economy, especially here in New York, starts opening up again, you're gonna proceed with caution given the current health status of the country, of the world, and of your, of your local community. So you're going to proceed with caution. And with that caution, you know that you'll enjoy that outing that much more. Because you've now detached yourself from from the urgency or the need to you know, get that, get that drink, uh, go to that club, uh, or even buy that car, whatever your, your vice may vice may be, detach yourself from it, center yourself, find what really brings meaning to you, because every, the pandemic showed things can be easily taken from you. So what is it at your core that's bringing Dharma within yourself? Wow, so, that was beautiful. No, I, I thank you for that. So, guys, just to reiterate, detachment is a huge spiritual principle. And listening to Chris, he's he's brought up several principles. He got detachment and acceptance. One being detachment from the things that are no longer serving you and acceptance to your current reality. So the skills that I got to, you know, from that question about what did you learn? The biggest takeaway was learn how to accept Right. Learn how to accept what life is handing you and detach from the things that are no longer you. I love I love, love, love the point about drinking because everyone's going out to these bars. What are you looking for now? Don't get me wrong. If you enjoy a nice social outing, that's one thing. But if you're going to continuously seek and seek and seek. Then you're never going to find. So what I love about Chris here is that he's reminding us to understand the beauty of what life actually has around us instead of looking for it externally. So, wow. Thank you for that, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to ask you a few more questions. Um, what would you say to someone who is going through similar struggles to the ones that you've overcome? 
absolutely. First and foremost, if this, if this advice is going to suck when everyone hear, hears it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Be patient. Amen. Say it again. Be patient. Amen. Hear that again. We, we live in a day and age of instant gratification. So, well, that's what the slowdown has deprived us of as well. The instant gratification. And even, even with yourself in the Michael Wizard page, the Michael Wizard podcast, the Michael Wizard brand, I remember first having conversations with you three years ago in your room when we first met about just connecting on the very same topics that we're discussing here today. And you followed all those principles that you preach about. Patiently waited for your timing. Because timing is a thing. Timing is absolutely crucial. So stay patient. I'd rather be patient, be patient and stay diligent. Which refers back to my previous point of maintaining a state of readiness. One of the best pieces of advice I've got throughout this whole ordeal was choosing your teachers wisely. Now, for those of you listening to the to this podcast, the Mindful Wizard is giving you tangible examples of the laws and practices that hundreds of successful people have implemented into their lives that has garnered real success. Whether that's success on a grand scale, such as whatever you want to label it, a million dollars, a hundred million influencers, so on and so forth, or success to themselves, being a, a leader and a role model in your community giving back, being a mentor, advocating for diversity and inclusion. And when you hear these teachings, and you say a lot of them, I've listened to your podcasts, I've listened to a lot of these episodes and that, and I'm right there vibing with you as if I'm in the room next to you. Implement these practices immediately. It is absolutely crucial because then you're just, it's just passive knowledge. I love it. I love it. See, when so I implement immediately. No, hundred percent. You know, make your adjustments as you go along because it's never going to be perfect. Make your adjustments as it goes along. Find out what's working. Find out what's not. But you know, mindfully implement. Hundred percent. And what I like about what Chris is saying, it reminds me of a piece that I've covered, and and we've spoken about this, Chris and I, where it's like, yeah, you want to learn it, but apply it too. There's a big difference between theory and application. Like I'm seeing a huge trend of people that can speak on mindfulness. So when I say cool, now how do you apply it? I don't see anyone speaking. So people like Chris, they're driven. They want to use the knowledge. They don't want to just have all these fancy, beautiful words with no knowledge. So Chris, that actually segues into our, um, our next question. How has mindfulness played a role in your life? Mindfulness has done a lot for me. I first discovered it seven years ago through meditation. It has allowed me to live in the moment more fruitfully. 
so I can enjoy those little pleasures in life. The biggest one to me has to be the practice of non-judgment. I hate judging people now. Once in a while, I catch myself doing that. But I do catch myself doing that and make sure that I, I stop because it's a horrible trade. And non-judgment and judging character and interpreting characters are two different things. I don't want to get too long with my answer, but it is. Um, and lastly, I would say mindfulness has allowed me to express love without being disingenuous. Woo-hoo! Oh, you should have prepared me for that one, Chris. Our listeners was not ready. I'm jumping in. I have to. That was beautiful. Thank you. I, I mean that humbly, wholeheartedly, sincerely. Guys, did you hear that? My translation to that is I've allowed love to be what it is without making it, excuse me, without making it what I want it to be. My man is, that's that's a true mindful answer. That was a beautiful mindful answer. He's receptive. Well, thank you. Nah, yo, you you take that, bro. You, you earned that. That was gorgeous. Guys, I want you to hear that again. I'm going to repeat it just one more time because it's that important. He says something along the lines of like, I'm ready to be receptive to love for what it is. That goes to being unconditional. Chris, you want to repeat it one more time? Can you? Yeah, yeah. I said that mindfulness has allowed me to express love without being disingenuous. Whoa, guys, you better write that one down, kid. I want 10%. If you guys write that down, Chris gets 90. I get 10% just for putting him on this platform. All right, guys, listen, listen. We love you. We're going to have a... We only have one more question. Excuse me. One more question with Chris. And uh, we want to thank you for his time. All right, so Chris, you've answered a lot. You've given us a lot of wisdom. I mean that. Um, I, I really love that last answer. So if I have you back on the show, we're really going to emphasize that last line. And that's what we'll start off sure. with. You okay with that? Oh, yeah, I love that. Cool. So, so my last question for you is, what's next for you? I know you do a lot. I know you do the mentoring. I know you're a speaker. What's next? Well, I'm still a student of the game. So it's continuing to learn, implement, and execute. That never stops. I have goals and endeavors that I still have to put in motion to achieve. My immediate, I guess, learning, implementation, execution is being the best consultant at Speakeasy. I really get the privilege to enable executives to change their communication behaviors so they can drive greater impact on their business. And in addition, help themselves realize where, how they're coming across, what they're saying, and give them a self-awareness that allows them just to be better, and it's a it's a it's a it's an awesome uh, company to work for. Purpose and mission to deliver, and I'm just here to enjoy every step of the journey of my becoming, and give continue giving back to the community. Uh, hopefully, in person back at colleges, at uh, 
several several corporate functions that I appear at. Uh, and you said it. I got an invitation back to the show, so I'll be more than happy to continue having many more conversations uh, and and speak of my future success in the hopes that I get to uh, inspire some of the folks that listen here, perhaps influence the decisions they need to make, and if at all possible, help connect with Amen. Amen. So, Chris, we just want to thank you again. Your knowledge was whew, powerful. It was abundant. Um, we know that you're a student and a master of the game now, so we appreciate you for that. You know, you know a lot about spiritual truth, so really thank you again. Your Zen knowledge is there, so thank you for sharing that. Your business building knowledge is there, as evident by your new career, so we wish you nothing but love from the Mindful Wizard family. My last question, if my speakers, uh, pardon me, if my listeners want to get in contact with you, how can they reach you? Absolutely. Uh, I operate on two main platforms, uh, Instagram and LinkedIn. So on Instagram... Can follow me, uh, hit me up so to have a conversation just about life and what we spoke, what I spoke about today at uh, I am Christian Ortega. Uh, you can also follow me or request me on LinkedIn at Christian Ortega. You'll see that I'm something that speak easy, mentor, and diversity inclusion advocate. However, there is a little homework that you have to do with that, or rather. I have a request if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn if, and if we don't know each other or have never done business with one another, write me a message. Give me a purpose or or, or something that is outside of the basic, oh, I would like to connect with you on LinkedIn to be a part of my connection, blah, 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 whatever the generic question. I don't want generic requests. I, I push this on every single person, every single student. Write a personalized note because not only will I remember you and know why you're trying to connect, but it will help you stand out when you're trying to connect with that professional or that sought after expert in the industry or field that you want to be in. So something as simple as saying, hi Christian, I listened to you on the Search for Consciousness podcast. You have some, you had some wonderful insight. I would like to know if you can connect on LinkedIn. That's how simple and personalized, personalized, uh, personal, personalized note is and is extremely effective I can't tell you I cannot stress enough how effective it is you will stand out you will be remembered and your network will grow amen amen my man Christian always dropping gems Mr. Ortega one more big thank you from the Mindful Wizard family we appreciate you and we'll have you on soon alright guys I hope you enjoyed this episode and, uh, you know, episodes dropping every Sunday at 4. Stay tuned and we love you. God bless and goodbye. What is going on, my gorgeous people? This is the Mindful Wizard. I just wanted to stop for a few seconds and just recognize how far we've come as an organization, as a movement. I just want to say I love all of you. To the new listeners, thank you. To the older listeners, big thank you for following us from beginning to this point. We started this podcast back in February. I'm very grateful for how far, excuse me, how far we've come. We've touched a lot of people. Let's continue to touch people. Let's continue to reach out. Let's let, let's get the ears. Let's get the souls. Let's break generational curses. You know, all these conversations that we have with different people are just showing you that we are all united. 
You know, we have Chris coming from the business perspective with the real practical tools. We have people like Don Miguel Ruiz coming from the spiritual perspective. I jump in and I try to hit you guys with the, you know, with the mental perspective. Then we have Jennifer Longmore that spoke about the soul perspective. We had Roy Obadi speaking about hypnosis and how the subconscious mind plays into this all. Just know I'm doing my best to bring content that will bless you. And at the same time, give you information that'll that'll free you from chains that may ex- still exist around you. So just know that everyone that I bring on this platform is for growth. Um, I intend to continue to build this page. And I just really want to thank you guys for being here. This is episode number 34. Um, we've come a long way. Episodes will continue to drop every Sunday at 4 p.m. If you find it in your heart to donate, please do so. Let's just take a second to really thank all our speakers. We've had a profound list. Shit, I'm still in shock that we have so much content and so many people willing to speak. It's incredible. The power of faith is there. I'll stop just to say this too. Faith is the substance of things unseen, right? Faith is what brings an idea into the physical realm anything is possible and i promise you that keep vibing keep flowing do me the favor take the url and share this with one person say this kid has touched my soul today and and i and i really hope that the message burns inside you and i mean that in the best way possible like a passion of love you know it it covers just pain and, and it removes any pain that you may currently live with and just know that i do this from the bottom of my heart i do this with love i hope you guys enjoy it and i think i'll leave it at that let's thank chris one more time i'll start going back into my rant modes officially after this podcast so next episode episode 35 will probably just be me talking madness so thanks for listening i love you all and i'll see you next week holla